Hello everyone, welcome back to the Living Hopeful podcast. I hope that you are having an incredible day or night whenever you are listening to this. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about disappointment and how we can have hope in these disappointing moments or seasons in our lives. I feel like coming to the end of the year, we just start reflecting on what 2023 had in store for us and what happened and whether it met our goals and expectations for the year or not and often we can fall into a place of disappointment because our expectations for the year weren't met, we weren't able to meet all of our goals or really anything else that causes us to be disappointed. Today I'm going to talk about how we can have hope in these seasons and how God encourages us in these times of disappointment. So yeah, I really hope that you are encouraged by the episode. And without further ado, let's just get into it. I want to start out by saying that disappointment can come in a lot of different ways and a lot of different levels of severity, I guess I'd say. Whether it's something in your daily life, it's surface level, it's not going to really affect your life. Whether it's something like going through the McDonald's drive-thru and really wanting an ice cream and they tell you that they can't give that to you because the ice cream machine is broken which I feel like is the majority of the time especially in summer which really shouldn't be the case Um, or whether that's something more severe something that has more of an impact on your life and your future whether that's in relationships whether that's in your circumstances in your career and your study um, whatever that is and it can also be in the expectations that we have for ourselves and the goals that we set for ourselves when we expect for something that's that's going to happen we expect that we're going to be able to achieve something and we're not able to we can experience this disappointment and it's such a normal part of life and it shouldn't be something that we just try and avoid because if we're not disappointed it means that we're not really pursuing like anything beyond ourselves it means that we are in our comfort zones and we're not allowing ourselves to grow and to mature in our faith and to lead the life that God has for us if we don't experience disappointment because if we stay in our comfort zones we know that we're going to be able to achieve everything that we want to and so we're not going to be disappointed. So disappointment is such a normal And it's a good feeling because it does show you that, hey, I'm working outside my comfort zone. I'm giving things a go. I'm growing. And so disappointment's just going to come with that. Um, Especially around this time of year, we tend to um, focus on what we have or haven't achieved for the year and whether you have achieved everything and more that you set out to or whether you haven't um there is still going to be disappointment there because we are never going to be fully content in what the world offers us we are never going to be fully content in what we can do on earth whether we achieve all the goals and achieve achieve everything we ever want there's always going to be something missing and that's something that only 
God can fulfill, but that's sort of something, a different topic. Um, but yeah, this year I've had so many goals for myself, for my professional life, um, and my career, and also with this podcast. But I'm finishing the year looking back and seeing that I haven't really advanced in either, and I've been feeling really disappointed in myself that I hadn't worked harder or I hadn't done more things or I hadn't taken different opportunities or I hadn't whatever done what I needed to to be able to reach the goals that I had um I feel like at work I'm not really advancing in my career and I see everyone else who I went to uni with a year into their career and it looks like they're thriving and they're doing so well and they're growing and they're becoming better marketers. But then I look at me and all of the shortfalls I've had, all the mistakes that I've made and everything that's happened and I feel so disappointed in myself. And also with this podcast, I have definitely compared myself to other Christian content creators and podcasters who look like they, that well, they have grown so much and it looks like they're thriving and I'm wondering what's the problem with me? Why have I not grown like them? Why am I not in a place like them with thousands of listeners? Um, is there something wrong with me? Is there something wrong with the words that I'm saying, is it not God ordained? Disappointment can really trigger our mind to just spiral and we can start thinking negatively about ourselves and our performance and what we're capable of, but also further down our worth and our self-esteem and our self-confidence can take a hit when we allow disappointment to override everything in life which we can often let really negative emotions and experiences override all the emotions and all the feelings that we're feeling in life we can let it determine how you feel and who you are and the outlook that you have on life whether that is disappointment or whether it's anger frustration depression anxiety any of these negative emotions we can let it take over our brain and our heart and our soul and let it dictate how we see the world and we can just sort of uh, just sort of punish ourselves in a way of soaking in it and not allowing any positive emotion that we feel to last very long I definitely have this is definitely something that I've struggled with and I think I don't really know why but I think it's because we focus so much more on the negative than the positive um, and so when we do face negative in our lives we sort of just let that define us and we just say it's because I'm such a unsuccessful person I'm not worthy and blah 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 like and just let that take over but then as soon as we experience a positive emotion we're like oh that must have been a fluke like that must have just been a one-time thing and compared that to the negative and being like yeah but I've still mucked up I've still made mistakes I've still felt disappointed in all these things but we don't have to let these negative emotions rule over our lives 
we can continue to live full of joy and hope despite being let down or feeling these negative emotions. Romans 12.12 says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. God doesn't want us to fester in these feelings. He wants us to live life to the fullest. And when we live life to the fullest, we feel and we allow all these positive emotions to take the reins and we don't allow disappointment or any other negative emotion take hold of our lives. I guess all of this is to say that disappointment is an expected and normal part of life. It's just a part of being in this world and being apart from God because the only thing that is perfect and that will this is all to say that what I wanted to say with this is that disappointment is an expected and normal part of our lives. It's just something that we're going to face because we're imperfect and because we live in a broken world. I feel like I'm like such a broken record because I feel like I always talk about this. But it's the truth and it really impacts everything that we're facing is that we do live in a broken world. That is our reality. And so we are going to experience these feelings. But as I said, we don't have to let them take over our lives. So the question is now, why are we always left somewhere in disappointment? Even when we achieve a lot of things, even when we have great successes, even when we're happy in life, why is there always some disappointment that's there? There's always going to be some little feeling of just disappointment even when you're in a season of achieving great things and feeling great. It's really because of the imperfectness of humans and because we rely so much on our own expectations and our own goals for our lives, we place so much hope in these man-made expectations that of course they're going to fall short, of course they're there's going to be disappointment there because the only one who is perfect and whose expectations and goals and plans always go 100% according to plan is God. And because we are not like, we're not, a, we're not godly, we're humans. So even when we do focus on God and we do have God as a top priority of our lives there's always going to be something there that's going to be man-made expectations and this may not look like the goals that you have specifically for your lives but it may just be little things that you believe that are gonna be right that are gonna come true for you even if it is of this world for example the expectations and the pressures that society has on people for what you should be doing with your life by a certain age for example in your career and in relationships etc the relationships bit really gets me because especially in christian circles people get married so young and they start families so young which is great for them but it causes those who are not in that season of their lives to feel disappointed about their life because they're not going, they're not 
where they think that they're supposed to be because that's where everyone else is and there's such a big pressure to adhere to the stock standard pattern of life when you finish high school you go to university or you do a trade or whatever you start working you get married you have a family um all these things which is so crazy to me that this is such an expectation for everyone because God has made us so unique and God has made us so individual that that is not going to be what God has planned for everyone. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, obviously. Some people may not want to have a traditional career. Some people may not want to be in a relationship or may not want to have a family they may want to do things different ways but for some reason society stores this hold over us that you need to be married by a certain age or you need to be having a family by a certain age and this is something that I've come to grasp with a lot because of the condition that I do have I found out when I was freshly 17 years old that I couldn't have kids and because I knew this from, well, I feel like, yeah, definitely as a young age when, you know, talking about having a family and stuff, I was already disappointed in myself that I'm never going to be able to follow the traditional path that the world and society says is the only way, even though it's not, there are so many other paths to take and it is okay if I don't want to have kids or it's okay if I do want to take a different route and it's okay for you as well if you don't want to take that traditional route and if you don't want to follow the expectations that society or your family or whoever has for you because the only person's opinion that matters in what we do with our lives is God's because we are all here living for God and we're not living here for any other person or whether any other man-made thing if we are then we're idolizing them and we are worshiping them and we're not giving God the control and the glory over our lives that he should be and yeah by placing our hope in God instead of placing our hope and the expectations and the goals that we do have we may still feel disappointed but we know that there is hope and purpose in this disappointment the thing that I love most about when we do experience these negative emotions is that to the world there's no purpose to them like there's no other purpose to them but to God there is so much hope and purpose in it even though I was so disappointed and I was and so much grief and I still am about not being able to have kids myself I know that there is purpose and that's what makes it worth it if I know that God has a plan for this and that God has a purpose for this whatever that purpose may be it is so worth it and when you know what that there is purpose and whatever you are facing you feel more encouraged you feel more hopeful that it's okay and you feel I guess more confident in the fact that I know that what I'm doing and what I'm facing is actually going to do something that's going to mean something Psalm 42 verse 11 says why my soul are you downcast why so disturbed within me 
put your hope in God for yet I pray for I will yet praise him my savior and my God the Psalms are filled with David's cries out to God and he experienced some pretty heavy stuff but yet despite everything that he faced and despite the disappointment that he faced and the depression and all of these things he still put his hope in God and he still praised him when we're in the midst of disappointment we can shift our focus and we can make our disappointment mean more and have more purpose when we direct it towards God and when we praise him despite these moments so sure there's hope in the way that we can react and we can face disappointment but how is there hope in the disappointment itself the really cool thing about obviously there are so many incredible things about God but one of the coolest things about suffering is that when we suffer we're actually sharing in that suffering with Jesus we are right with him when he suffered everything that he did on earth and we're able to share in his suffering and therefore bring glory to him the way that we experience pain and negative emotions it actually witnesses to others the power and the glory of God Philippians 3 verse 10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings becoming like him in his death when we share in our sufferings with Jesus we actually become more like him because Jesus suffered so much and you know had a really tough life we when we experience those sort of emotions and those sort of hardships we are actually becoming more like him God is shaping and molding us in these seasons to be more hopeful more joyful more loving more kind more patient just more like Jesus and the more that we experience these sufferings and the more that we experience similar things to God the more that we can become like him so that's one thing that disappointment can do in our lives which is a good thing and I love how God can really turn everything on its head it can God can really bring so much hope to negative things like disappointment and so when we are experiencing disappointing moments we can know that in this disappointment we're becoming more like him because Jesus faced so many disappointments on earth he understands us in our disappointments Jesus Jesus faced so much disappointment in his life his disciples betrayed him people who didn't people didn't understand him people that he healed took him for granted and that's just a couple of examples of the disappointment that Jesus faced on earth so because Jesus understands our disappointment he can be there with us to comfort us and encourage us through these times we don't have a God that is distant and so far off we have a God that understands everything that we go through and that can comfort us and encourage us through these times as I said earlier in the way that we can react to our disappointment we can witness God to others 
by reacting in hope rather than frustration or sympathy shows others God when we act radically different to how it's expected or how other people do we stand out and people are like then what how are they so hopeful and so happy even though then they're facing a really tough season or when they're facing disappointment the way that we can react to negative things in a positive and hopeful way can show others that there is hope and that there is more than our negativity and our emotions and it can really be used as an opportunity to share with them god there have been a few times in my life where i've been able to share hope with others because of the way that I react to certain situations because people realize like what's different about her like why is why is she so happy why is she so hopeful even though she's facing some really rough stuff and when they ask me the only thing I can say is it's all because of God God's the only one that is allowing me and that can give me this hope because I know that there is better in store for me and that Jesus saved me from all of my mistakes and all of my wrongdoings so that I could have relationship with God and that I could go to heaven pretty much. I've actually been reading The Problem of Pain by C.S. Lewis. It's taken me a good while but I've really been enjoying it and it's really given me such hope in the in the face of suffering and pain I've only got like five pages left maybe I don't know but I think next year I'm going to do an episode about my learnings and takings away from this book because it is so profound and has really changed the way that I look at pain and suffering but there's one verse in here not verse there one quote in here that really relates to the whole topic of disappointment um, and I want to share it with you if tribulation is a necessary element in redemption, we must anticipate that it will never cease till God sees the world to be either redeemed or no further redeemable. Because we are redeemed and because we do need redeeming and do need saving, it means that there's going to be pain, that there's going to be suffering because tribulation and you know going through hard stuff is necessary for us to be able to be redeemed. And disappointment is one of these things that must happen and we must face for us to be able to be redeemed by God. Um, but the cool thing is we have hope that when we leave this earth, we will no longer face disappointment because disappointment is outside of perfection. It's something that is considered suffering and something that isn't of God. And so it's not going to be in heaven because it's not of God and because heaven is perfect that we will in revelation 21 verse 4 it says neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away God has promised us and God says in his word that there will be no more pain and no more suffering in heaven which gives us hope that there will not be any more disappointment when we do get to heaven 
that there will be an end to this and we can say the light at the end of the tunnel. To finish off this episode, I just want to give three little encouragements for you if you are facing a disappointing season or if you're feeling really discouraged by your disappointment. The first one is that the simple fact that God has a plan for you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Even how simple that is, it can give you hope that even when you do feel disappointed, that it doesn't mean that that's the end for you. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be good things that are going to come. Because God has a good plan for you and that disappointment is part of that plan and it will allow you to go where God wants you to go. Focus on God's provisions and for the way that God has blessed you and provided for you. And in this you'll be able to see all the ways that he is leading you into the future and that even this disappointment is going to be okay because God knows what he's doing and knows where you're going to be in life and when you rely on him and focus on him he will lead you along the path that he has prepared for you all along which is such a cool encouragement for us. The second one is out of Jeremiah 17 verse 7 to 8 and it says but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream it does not fear when heat comes it leaves its leaves are always green it has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit we even in disappointment we can trust God and press into God despite this and he will help you withstand it. He will help you flourish and grow despite this season of disappointment. That this disappointment doesn't mean that your life is going to be in the dumps, I guess. That doesn't mean that your life is foregone, that there's no hope for you. It all that it means is that you are just going through life. That that's just a part of life. And that if we trust our lives and we press into God, he can help us and shape us and guide us to be able to withstand this disappointment. And the last little encouragement I have comes out of Philippians 1 verse 6. And it says... Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God will never abandon you and God hasn't abandoned you despite your disappointment. You will continue to live a good life because God is doing a good work in you. God only wants good things for your life. And this verse says that he will continue doing good things and continue doing a good work in your life until Jesus returns. And so even if you feel disappointed now, it doesn't mean that disappointment is coming. It means it doesn't mean that. There is good things coming for you. And even if it's not the definition 
of good that you had in your head or the definition of good from the worlds, it will overall be good because that is God is goodness. That is his that's a definition of him that God is good. And so your life when you press into him, when you trust him, when you surrender it to him, will be good. So yeah, that's the end of the episode. I really hope that something in there encouraged you and inspired you in the midst of disappointment. As always, um, feel free to follow me on Instagram and Facebook. The links are in the description. I am going to do one more episode for the year and it's going to be like a Christmassy one. Um, And then I'm going to take a break for a while and... I'm really excited for what season three has in store. I am really feeling God taking me on a different path and putting, I don't know, being more intentional with the episodes I do put out. So there may not be as many, but I know that they will be of better quality because it's where God wants me, obviously. Um, But I'm super excited to be planning that. I'm hoping to get some really cool guests on the podcast Um, and yeah, really looking forward to next year. But thank you always. Thank you again for listening and I will talk to you next time.